Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about holiday stress. Yes, holiday stress. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles as always and take some copious notes. I believe I've got a really good informative show for you today, especially if you are dealing with some holiday stress. As always, we start our show off with a quote of the day, and it goes like this. I left a blessing going into a blessing because I am a blessing. Now, let's look here at Matthew chapter 6, very familiar passage of scripture, and we're going to read one verse. This is going to be our launching pad for today, verse number 25, and notice what Jesus said. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Jesus here is really giving us some good information. I'm not going to unpack it, But I think it's important that we understand Jesus understood stress. And I know many people would think, how would he understand stress? But he was in the flesh in terms of his flesh and blood and bone body. So he understood the rigors of dealing with people and holidays and yes, festivals. Jews had to keep certain holidays and celebrate certain festivals and places where Jesus needed to be. So he understood the whole dynamic of when people come together, there's going to be a lot of stress, sometimes frustration, and yes, joy as we celebrate this holiday season. And I know that we are Just got past November, Thanksgiving, and now we are in the Christmas holiday season. And for many people, this is a time of not only celebrating, but it's also a time of frustration because people are depressed, some are sad because mother and father may not be with them, a certain family member died. And so all of this just brings up a lot of stress and tension. But one of the things that Jesus says here, he said, don't worry about your life. Now, he would never say, don't worry about your life if you didn't have the capacity to do so. Don't worry about what you're going to eat or drink or your body, what you will wear. He asked this question, is not life more than food? You're going to have to think about that and answer that question. I can't answer it for you. And the body more than clothes? So God is trying to really help us to see that a lot of things that we are stressed out and frustrated about, we just don't need to be. So I want to give you some things that I think is important because, again, if you're getting ready to go visit a family member or if your parents are still alive or if you are married and you have children and other people are coming into your home or maybe you're going there, whatever the case may be, I want you to understand this one thing. And please lean in and hear this. The holiday is for you. 
That's what you need to know. The holiday is not just for everybody else. The holiday is for you. So you're going to have to make this declaration. I am going to enjoy my holiday, period. I'm not going to be frustrated. I'm not going to be stressed out about what I couldn't buy this one, what I couldn't buy that one. Listen, we got to understand what this is about. This is the season of celebrating Christ, loving family members, helping one another, loving one another, giving to one another. And giving to one another is not just buying physical gifts. You can give love. You know, you can give your heart. You can give some knowledge and some wisdom. These are the things, the virtues that we have gotten away from as a society. So we have bought into a lot of the things that the carnal world buys into. I got to buy this one a gift. I got to buy that one a gift. I can't go over to auntie's house and not give her some. I can't go see my grandparents. A lot of the things that we are stressed out about is because maybe we don't know certain family members the way we do. Or maybe you do and you know you can't go over there without a gift. But I think it's so important that you realize that this holiday season is for you. So don't leave yourself out. I'm going to say that again. Don't leave yourself out because many times we don't include ourselves in things like we should. We give to everyone else and then we got nothing to give to ourselves. We help everybody else. We don't have any strength to help ourselves. You can't really love on anybody, give to anybody, unless you give to yourself. And ministry is not about being spent for everybody else and you don't have nothing for you. I know that's many times how I grew up, that we just give, 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 give. The reality is you've got to learn how to give to yourself. So this holiday season is going to be different, and here's why. Because I've got some wisdom and knowledge that maybe I didn't have before, especially if we understand that the Lord said, don't worry about this. Don't worry about it. Let's get back to the heart of what this is. How about we unplug from all the marketing strategies and concepts that the world is putting on us about things that they want you to buy for your loved one. Man, they do it every year, man. Don't buy this hook, line, and sinker. We got to connect into the spirit realm. We got to keep our heart tethered in Christ so we can really understand how to navigate through this world. So here's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to give you five strategies that's going to help you if you dealing with some holiday stress, if you really, if you like, man, the holidays is coming again, it's coming around the corner and man, I don't want to go here. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go empty handed. You're just anxious. You're frustrated. You can't get any sleep. I'm telling you, man, people be going through this. We need some help. We need some strategy. So I'm going to give you five things. This is just my list. You may have your own, but I want you to dial in and hear what I have to say for you. All right, let's go. Here's number one. I want you to plan and prioritize. Since the holiday is here, let's plan and prioritize. Since you say to me that the holiday is for me, so I'm going to enjoy myself. I'm going to put my feet up. The holiday is for me, so I'm going to plan and prioritize. You can do this. If you're married, if you're single, divorced, you can do this. Many times we don't have the outcome that we want to have because we just didn't plan and we didn't prioritize. You can't be successful in anything if you don't plan. 
Again, you knew 12 months ago that Christmas was coming. Thanksgiving was coming. New Year's was coming. These things should not be a surprise to us. But because we are not very good at planning and prioritizing, then we get stressed out. That's not what God wants us to be. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to start by creating a realistic holiday plan. Since we know Christmas is around the corner, since we know we're getting all of these invites to go to this party, that party, the other party, what we're going to do, we're going to prioritize. We're going to plan realistically what we want to do since I said that the holiday is for you. So we're going to set some clear priorities and we're going to decide which activities, events, and traditions are most important to us. So if you're getting a, you know, a call from a friend or email from this one or that one, say, hey man, let's go to this party. We go every year. You might have to say, no, I'm not going. I'm planning and prioritizing. I don't even want to be around them people. I don't even want to go to this thing. See, we're so frustrated because we don't know how to stand on our 10 toes and be who we are really supposed to be. You can't go everywhere. You can't do everything. You don't have the money to buy everybody a gift. So you got to plan and prioritize, which means some of these things that you've been doing, you might have to hit them with the deuces and be exit stage left and say, I'm not doing this this year. Avoid overcommitting. These are for my people who like to people please. You want to please this one. You want to please that one. You can't please everybody. So no more of this overcommitting. We're going to say what we mean and we're going to mean what we say. We have to teach our heart to say what we mean and mean what we say. My amen or my yay is this, my nay is that. And we're going to focus on what truly matters. And this is what I want you to do in your daily life. And you'll be less stressed out to the point of not at all. And this is one of the things that Jesus did. He understood what really matters. Here's my question to you today. Do you understand what really matters? Some of us are led by so many things. We're led by what we see on TV. We led by what we see on social media. We led by this one that we respect, that one, whatever the case may be. You have to learn what matters. And when you know what matters, you plan and you prioritize. Then you plan again and then you prioritize. Anything that is not in your plan, anything that you didn't prioritize to do, watch this. Don't do it. I don't care what anybody says to you. This is especially for husbands and wives. You got to sit down together and talk, even with your children and say, hey, this is what we're doing this Christmas. We're going to spend some time together, just the four of us, just the five of us, just the three of us. This is one of the things that my wife and I and my son did. When we first moved to North Carolina, we had no friends. We had no family, but we had each other. So we prioritized certain things that we were going to do, being in a new place, a new city, a new home. We were going to make new memories together. And when we did that, wow, so many other things came out of that. And I want you to be able to take some time and talk about what's most important to you. Stop living somebody else's life. This is why so many people are miserable. They're on prescription meds. They're on all kind of anxiety stuff. All you got to do is learn how to understand what really matters. Number two, let's go. Set boundaries. 
This is so key. Boundaries are important in any relationship, but most of us have no boundaries at all. And especially around the holiday season, we get stressed out because we don't tell people how they need to come and go in our life. You have to be able to do this or people will just intrude on you. They'll just pull up and they want to wreck your whole holiday plans because of who they are in your life. But you have to say, no, you can't come this year or we are doing something else this year or this year. We're not doing a traditional meal. Well, why not? We always do ham. We always do turkey. You know, no, we always do this, but we're not doing that this year. Man, you'd be surprised at the people who are so stressed out because of a menu item. I mean, really? Come on, y'all. We can't be like that. So when we talk about setting boundaries, we have to establish personal boundaries to protect our time and well-being. When I give a person my time, I've essentially given you my life that I can't get back. Look at all the time we've wasted with people and we can't get it back. I don't want you to do that. Know the value of your time. What is your time that you spend with people? Was that worth $100? Was that worth your frustration? Or was it really impactful? You have to know that. Politely decline invitations or commitments that may lead to excessive stress. You know this. People you hanging out with, you don't want to be with them. And the reality is they probably don't want to be with you, but y'all just with each other all the time. That's not good. So this year, I'm going to politely decline. You know what? I'm doing something else this year. You know what? That's not in my plan. What do you mean that's not in my plan? No, that's not in my plan. I'm going to do this. Can I come along? No, this is for me. I'm having some me time. Or this time is for my spouse. Or this time is for my children that I've been neglecting. You don't owe everybody an explanation. That's one of the things I want to say as well. You don't owe anybody an explanation. When you grown, you don't owe anybody an explanation as to what you do to protect your time and your well-being. It's essential to communicate your boundaries again and say no when it is necessary. Anybody that knows me, that's my favorite word. No. No, I can't go. No, I'm not interested. No, I'm not doing it. It sounds good coming out of my mouth. You know why? Because I've got to protect me. Nobody is going to look out for you like you. Obviously God, but he's giving you wisdom so that you can look out for yourself. Stop allowing people to look out for you. You are smart and intelligent enough to know. Even if you're married, you can't ask your spouse to look out for you. You got to look out for you and you got to be able to say, you know what? I'm coming apart at the seams. I won't be going. I won't be going here. I won't be going there. But this is what truly matters. And this is what I'm going to do in this holiday season. Number three, practice self-care. Again, we have not been taught how to care for ourselves, especially in ministry. Being a pastor, all I do is give. Give this, give that, give the other, whether it's prayer, time, whatever. And yes, it is a part of my ministry to God. It's a part of my ministry to people. But can I say, say something to you? We also have to remember that the number one ministry is to ourselves. So we've got to practice self Care. Make your self-care a top priority in this season. Matter of fact, give yourself this gift this Christmas and say, I'm going to practice self-care moving forward. In other words, when you unwrap that gift of self-care, this is just not one gift that we give ourselves. We're going to do it 
every day. So every day I'm taking time for activities that relax and rejuvenate me. Do you know what rejuvenates you? Some people give, 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 and if you ask them what they want, they can't even tell you because they live their whole life giving. That's a life that is out of alignment. That's a life that's not on balance. And we have to stay on balance. So maybe a gift you can give to yourself is meditating. I'm going to spend some time shutting my eyes and meditating on the goodness of God. Meditating on the things that he has said to me. Meditating on the things that he desires me to do that brings me joy and brings me comfort and peace. We have to do these things. Maybe deep breathing is something you can give yourself. Do you know your brain needs oxygen? This is why we breathe. I don't think we understand the power of breathing deeply. It brings oxygen to our cell life and causes us to not be so anxious and stressed out. Maybe just a warm bath. Maybe you're just crawling up in the tub and just doing nothing but shutting your eyes and letting the warm water just get into your pores. Or maybe you can listen to some soft music. I'm telling you, man, the older I get, These are the things that I want. You don't have to buy me no car. You don't have to buy me no suit. I want some peace and some quiet. And if I can get it, I'm going to get it any way that I can because I'm going to practice self-care. You know why? If God says he's going to bless me, I want to be around so that he can. If God says with long life, I've satisfied you, I don't want to get myself off the planet knowing that all I had to do was practice some self-care care, regular exercise, give yourself a gift of walking every day or running every day or joining a a weight fitness group, whatever the case may be. Maybe this is a gift you can give yourself because we all eat bad during the holidays. It just is what it is. But maybe you can say, you know what, this year I'm going to eat clean. I'm not going to eat all this junk, all this mess. And then, you know, after the holidays is over, I don't put on 30 pounds. And then I don't even have the discipline to get it off. No. How about we eat clean? We eat better so that we can be around for our spouse, our children. Here's one. How about you? I want to be around for me. I want to be around to see what the end's going to be. I want to be around to see the prophetic word that God has given me come to pass in my life. So I'm not going to rob myself of these powerful virtues. Number four, delegate and seek some help. This is really good. Maybe you haven't heard this. Delegation is key, but sometimes we don't delegate because we don't trust. And I know that full well being a pastor. Sometimes there are assignments I wanted to give away, but I just didn't trust the person I was giving it to. So now, not only that I didn't trust them, I gave it to them, and now I'm stressed out because I don't know if they're going to do what I asked them to do because I really didn't trust them in the first place. But we got to get to a place where we learn how to delegate, and we learn how to seek some help. When I thought about this, this scripture popped up. It came to my mind in Luke chapter 10, verse number 38 through 42. This is dealing with Mary and Martha, but notice what it says here. Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Verse 39, and she had a sister called Mary who was also sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his word. But verse 40 says, but Martha was distracted with much serving and she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. Verse 41, and Jesus said, and this is what he said to her. He said, Martha, Martha, 
You have worried and trouble about many things, but one thing is needed and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. This was powerful because here's Jesus coming into their house. One person is distracted with serving, getting the food together, all of this stuff for the master. While the other one is saying, man, the master is here. Forget all that other stuff. I'm about to sit at the feet of Jesus and hear what he has to say, which says to me that delegation and seeking help is a choice. And many times we choose the wrong answer right here. Mary chose one thing. Martha chose another. What are you going to choose? Jesus affirmed Mary. He said to Martha, he said that Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. This is the whole thing about delegation and seeking help. We have to remember we cannot do everything. And if Martha had just asked Mary before the master got there, you know, Jesus is coming. How about we tag team and we share in the responsibilities such as meal preparation. If we're going to give Jesus a gift, whatever the situation is, we're going to lighten the load and foster a sense of togetherness. So when Jesus come to our house, we already got this made. We already got that made. We already got a gift that we're going to give to him. But watch this. When he comes in, he gets our full undivided attention and we we going to sit at his feet and hear his word. And the word that Martha needed to get, Mary got. See, when Jesus is talking, it's for everybody. But we're distracted because we didn't delegate and we didn't seek any help. And so this is one of the things I want you to do this holiday season. I want you to delegate some tasks. If you're married and you got children, why should you be the only one being frustrated about what we going to eat? Why should you be the only one that's going to be frustrated about the games? Why should you be the only one that's going to be frustrated about where we're going? Get everybody involved and let everyone have a certain part in what we're going to do. Because the, here again, the holidays is not just for them. It's for you too. Don't let this holiday season go by and you say, here's another holiday season. I was frustrated. It don't have to be that way. You're going to have to change how you do things. And finally, number five, manage expectations. Expectations. Here's what this means. Keep your expectations in check. I'm going to say that again. Keep your expectations in check. Sometimes we over expect and we get less, but you're going to manage them and you're going to keep them in check. Accept the fact that holidays may not always be picture perfect and they don't have to be. And we have to understand that imperfections are going to happen. People are going to bow out at the last minute. Maybe you didn't get the gift you wanted. Maybe you wanted to get this person a gift. You didn't have the money. But what's important is that we're together. You know how many people are dying daily? If your spouse is around, your children are around, your mom, your dad are around, your best friend is around. Hey, man, you got enough to be thankful for when you can come together with the people you love. And again, we got to get back to center. We got to get our life back on balance. And remember, every opportunity that I have to spend with you is a gift from God. And we're going to make this holiday season the best holiday season because we're going to manage our 
expectations. Well, that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this blessed you. If it did, I want you to take some time and send this to a neighbor, a friend, a family member who may be dealing with some holiday stress. But if you personally enjoyed this, I want you to shoot me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. I got a website. Go there, thomasadeloach.com. Find out who I am, my advocacy, this person that's listening to you. If this is your first time listening to me, thank God for you. I appreciate you so much. And I pray that I've gained a listener. And so I'm praying for you. I'm believing God for you. Remember, the holidays is not for everybody else. It's for you. Make this one count as I am learning to do the same thing I am telling you to do. All right, I want you to go and have a great day. And remember, above all things, to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be Be empowered. empowered.